Welcome back to another episode of Life is Full of Daisies, where we talk all things life and becoming the best versions of ourselves. I'm Daisy Ayala, and on today's episode, we are back with part two with my amazing guest, Yannette Borrego Crawford, who is a mindset and clarity coach. Y'all, if you have not listened to part one, go back and do so. That is where we started just talking about her journey and her shifting, you know, this nine to five job job that she thought she was always going to have and making all this money but then finally decided to take the plunge and follow her passions and pursue them and on this week's episode we continue that story and how she finally made that decision and what went through her mind Um, and she also gives us a lot of amazing tips on just being able to make those decisions for ourselves and just so many other amazing tips in the whole episode that I really think you will definitely um, enjoy and it's a great way to end the entire interview so y'all go back and listen to that and as always y'all if you have not started subscribing or following us go back and do so you can follow us on instagram at life is full of daisies that's where i post quite a bit more and that's also where you can dm me about any really anything feedback or if you have an idea or really want to hear a topic or you can email me at hello daisy at gmail.com that is h-e-l-l-o-d-e-i-s-s-y at gmail.com and don't forget to subscribe if you're loving what you're hearing and the content that i'm bringing you subscribe to apple or spotify because that you'll be in the know as soon as the latest episode is out and if you love it and you just really were compelled by a certain episode give us a five star review or review us because those things help us continue to reach a bigger platform and it helps me reach a bigger audience so y'all let's get ready to join in on the rest of our conversation with Janet. Y'all enjoy. I wanted to ask you because, you know, you being an immigrant and, you know, your mom like sacrificing everything that she sacrificed. When you were in this transition, did you one, talk to her about it and then let her in on like you not having this like passion and purpose for your corporate job? How did she feel whenever you finally said, I'm taking this leap of faith and going on my own I mean something to mention my mom financially depends on me so that's something that it has always been in my mind with every decision I make like I feel an extra pressure and by the way a lot of immigrants families like you are supporting your family financially mm-hmm. I see this a lot in like Asians and Latin Americans yeah. and Africa I mean a lot of immigrants and minorities you yeah. provide for your family and that was that that has always been a concern for me. It's like I need to make sure to give back, you know, to give back to my family. When I make that decision, Daisy, something that I always do, I make the decision first within myself and then I communicate it to other people. Why? Because people always project their fears, people always project their limitations. And since that Anthony Robbins event, I made that promise to myself. I'm going to start making decisions here. And then I communicated. And I thought my mom was going to freak out, to be honest with you. Uh, But she didn't. (laughs) Even before I communicated to Accenture, my consulting job, I had two people that I needed to talk to. My mom and my fiance. (laughs) Why? Because they are the closest to me, right? Mm-hmm. And they need to know that there is a risk involved in what I'm doing, right? And they need to mm-hmm. know that I'm 
doing this because I, before I actually communicated it. So I remember I communicated to my fiance first because I was afraid of how my mom would respond. Like she can be a little bit paranoid at times, you know, like a lot of fear. So I'm like, okay, I'm not ready yet. So I was walking with Cody and I'm like, hey, Cody, I think I'm going to do that. And Daisy, I didn't mention this, but what triggered my decision to is that last year, someone very dear to me, he was like a father figure. He passed away mm-hmm. from cancer. And to me, that was such a shock and a big realization that the only time we have is right now. There is not one second guaranteed. There is no one minute guaranteed. Money is not our most precious resource. It's time. Whenever you have time, you can make anything happen, including more money, right? So I'm like, this is a moment I feel in my gut. I need to make this decision just right now. And I remember lying in the couch. Those were some down days for me because I wasn't feeling well. I had lost, for the first time in my life, my family is super small. For the first time in my life, I had lost someone while I was alive. And and I'm like, I'm going to make this decision. And I told Cody, we were walking and he's like, yeah, that's cool. Why not? Cody is very open-minded. He took a one-year leave from his corporate job. The second year he was working just to travel around the world. Okay, so he's not like someone super close-minded. He worries, just saying, he's a human being, but he was supportive. And the day before I told Accenture, I also told my mom, and she was like, hey, whatever your heart tells you, do it. And I'm like, wow, I was making out of this a huge deal and she was just fine with it. And when I told my person in Accenture, I think he freaked out the most. <laughs> he was oh. like, no, but I, I had to be strong on what I wanted. And something about Accenture, they they put a lot of effort in respecting the human being's dreams and everything. They're a consulting company. They are super progressive. So everyone respected it. And they knew I had my side coaching business. They knew this was something that I was passionate about. Because even in my corporate job, I am very transparent. And I try to be as authentic as I can, instead of having two different personas just floating around. And they kind of saw it coming in a way, you know, they're like, I can totally see you doing that. I'm so happy mm-hmm. you're following your dream. So I didn't have any, fortunately, I didn't have people saying you cannot do it. You know, this, this is crazy. Well, here's the thing, Daisy, that I see. Whenever you believe in yourself and whenever you show up with congruency and you're congruent about what you're going to do, you're not even asking for permission. You're not thinking, what do you think? You're like, hey, I'm going to do this, just letting you know. It is total different because people are very malleable mentally and emotionally. When you show up with doubt, they are going to meet you with doubt. When you show up congruent and confident, hey, this is what I'm going to do. I can, I'm 100% sure I can do it. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. You can do it. But often we show up with doubt and we show up with like lack of being congruent within ourselves. And then they meet us with that resistance. I mean, energy meets the same energy. Yes, yes, yes. What you see outside is a projection of the inside, right? People meeting you with resistance. You got to start asking yourself, what are you resisting within you? That's the beauty of living in this world that 
everything outside is feedback for you in your internal world. There is something that you need to master. Yeah, no, I love how you said that, like, whatever you're meet what's meeting you on the outside world is something within you because this is something that I struggle with my, even my therapist, I'm always like, ugh, because you'll always tell me, okay, but what, what are, why are you projecting this? So let's read into this. Let's see what is yes. actually happening within yourself. And I'm like, some days I'm just like, can I just have this one win instead of going <laughs> deeper into it? Um, yeah, I know. That's how my, have- that's how my husband feels a lot. I bet. Like I'm not just a very deep person. And sometimes I just, I love asking questions and noticing the emotions and talking about it. And he's like, okay, can I have just like a surface level day, please? (laughs) But, you know, I had the biggest realization, Daisy, because three years ago, my mom, she helps us with the house duties. Like she cooks, she cleans, all of this stuff. And I remember there was a year that I'm like, mom, you need to find your purpose. Mom, you need to do something. I was obsessed with this idea of her doing something outside of the house and finding her purpose. And I had this realization that I was, that whatever I was telling to her, I was telling to myself. (laughs) I was the one obsessed with making out of my career my purpose. I was the one who needed to pursue my purpose, not my mom. Whatever advice sometimes we give to people, we need to make sure that we are taking it to heart ourselves, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. leading by example. Whenever you do that, then you, because you're projecting things on, on people too. Yeah. If you're like, Daisy, you need to do this. You got to look within yourself and say, oh, where am I not doing this? Or where yeah. do I need to do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm already like thinking like all these <laughs> Because Wait, if not, you wouldn't have been noticing. I mean, again, there is a lot of data around you. Why are you focusing on that? Why are you wanting to give that advice to someone when there is 20 other topics you can talk about? It's because you noticed it. And the fact that you noticed it, it means that there is something within you telling you the same. Yeah. Or you think it's the other person, but it's really us a lot of times, right? Yeah, no, that's true. It's it's almost like if somebody, if you, for some reason, just don't get along with someone or you become jealous of someone or even something irritates you so bad about someone, oftentimes it's something that you're projecting onto them and or it's, yes, it's, that's it's it. saying something to you. And I have to often step back if there's certain people that irritate me. And I'm like, okay, what am I, wait a minute, What what is this going to tell me? And I hate that, like, yes, I'll be a little upset in the moment after realizing, like, wait a minute. Then once I start to really think about it and it sets in, I'm like, wait, what is this really telling me? Like, what do, what am I not doing to my own inner self? Like deep down that's rooted. And a lot of times it's that deep work that you got to do and no one wants to do it. But let me tell you, you have to do it in order to really grow and put yourself in that next level of your life. Yeah, I love it. It's so true, right? That deeper work is the enabler for you to go to where you want to go. The gap between where you are and where you want to be is that deeper work that you have been avoiding, right? Like a lot of times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's it's, basically it. It's so true. But I always like, for me, there's a constant struggle within, you know, being an immigrant, having the pressures of also being the oldest daughter, and like you, we, we, you know, immigrated from Mexico to the U.S. And my mom found out like two weeks prior to us leaving the country. And I was five or six years old at that time. So I didn't I don't remember any of it. 
But I do remember I asked my mom recently, I said, mom, did you, were you afraid? Were you like, what was going through your head? You know, there's three little girls that you were taking and, you know, anything could happen when you're taking those risks. And then she told me, she's like, no, I was actually excited because there was opportunity, you know, that you thought the U.S. brings you, which it did. And so I was like, okay, because my mom is so different now. Like she also has like, she doesn't drive. She's got this fear. But I know. We've, we've uncovered. Yeah. My mother grew up so differently. She's had so much more traumas than I have. And, yeah. you know, luckily, like I said, because we're fortunate enough, you know, now she's starting to work on herself, like going through therapy and helping really oh, heal those I things. Because honestly, like I can't sit here and say I need to heal whenever it's like she also had I had to sit down and understand like her life story and like the pressures and things that she had to go through. And I can't pressure her to do something if she's not ready to deal with it. Yes. You know? Oh, so, my God. And, you know, but as an immigrant, I constantly have those pressures where I have to, I feel like, you know, that perfectionist personality that you have to always be a certain way, but it's realizing that I had to let that go in order for me to finally like shine and do what I'm doing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love that so much. And a lot of people struggle with that perfectionism, right? Mainly in our mm -hmm. community of Latin because we were showed since the beginning, we were coming to another country, you have to fit in here, you have to obey, you have to say, yes, I'll do that. You have to show perfectly, the perfect follower in many ways, right? Even though our parents did the opposite, they were leaders, they brought, they defied the odds. You know, the, possi the, the probabilities of someone leaving Mexico or Cuba or being successful like they're probably really, really low. That's a huge risk, Daisy, and we know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. They defy the odds because they had that compelling future that they're like, you know, my why is so much bigger than any limitations, and I know that I'm going to make it, right? And I always say immigrants are just the best entrepreneurs because they mm -hmm. came to this country with zero dollars, with zero resources, and they were resourceful enough to make it. They were resourceful enough to give us those opportunities so mm -hmm. we can have that freedom. And going back to that perfectionism, that's something I struggled with too, like even in my internships, in my corporate job. And, you know, I always say perfectionism is another way of procrastination because you're waiting to be perfect, which never will happen because no one is perfect in this world. And you're yeah. just waiting to have everything figured out before showing up, just waiting to have everything figured out. Yeah. And it's not going to happen unless oh, you yeah. show up, you gather the feedback, you perfect it a little bit more. You show up, you gather the feedback. It's an iteration. It's an iterative process to get there. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like the way I look at it now is I was given so much. And so I have that history, but now it's my turn to redefine it and tweak it yes. to where it, it just is a, a better balance of not forgetting where I come from and the struggles they made. Because you're and another interesting thing like when you said like they took risk, but yet they made us they were so like almost sergeant like to where we had to follow all these rules to where they hindered our ability to be able to like find our own identity and even take those kind of risks because they already had taken the big one. So they kind of hindered that. 
And it's like, wait a minute. Why aren't they teaching us to be bold, to take risks? Because they saw what the outcome was of taking that risk is obviously giving you more opportunities, giving a better life, et cetera, you know? And so it's, it's interesting to me that it's like they did all those things, but yet we're taught to, you know, run a straight line, make sure we follow these rules, make sure we do all these things in order to be successful. Yeah, I, I love that point. And I think they did it. They believed in themselves. And in the process, there was a lot of pain, right? And pain at a deeper level that they didn't proactively deal with, deal with because they didn't know better. At the end of the day, people are yeah. doing the best they can with the resources they have. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's something I, I fully believe. Mm-hmm. And, but that baggage that they're bringing, because my mom has it too, it's preventing them from seeing clearly and it's preventing them from seeing at zooming out into a situation and seeing how successful they were by taking that risk, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's baggage. Like, I think when you start releasing that baggage, mental and emotional baggage, mm-hmm. it's like your filters just get clean and you can see better the situation a little bit more objectively, right? No, you, you're you right. Because like I said, it, it's me going through this like whole healing journey and just redefining like my own purpose. I've been able to really see my parents clearly. I've been able to really like get to know them as like people, like like a friend, not just like my mom and dad. Yeah. They're not just that. Like, cause now we're like, I live on my own. I do my own thing. So it's like, they don't take care of me anymore. They will always be my parents, obviously. But being able to hear their stories and see their courage, honestly, like my dad has been one of the people that has inspired me to like finally just give that push because he's the one he's the number one man that honestly has taken a lot of risks in his life to get to where he is and to have what he has and when I finally sat back and I'm like wait he's like the first entrepreneur in that I've ever met like he's the one in our family and it's funny because it's just like that I always said I'm never going to be an entrepreneur I'm that's not for me I I I never I literally said that and I'm like well I guess I'll take those back because obviously it's (laughs) It's within me, like when I started to really dig deep and like find my purpose and, you know, follow my passions and follow like the things that I always said I was going to do. It's amazing how I'm like, I'm turning more like my father. <laughs> I'm I more know, like I him. just love that. I love but, that. And being an entrepreneur is not easy, as you know, but you know that and you still want to show up and do the work. That's a huge sign that you're like, I'm ready for this. Let's do it. So I, I commend you for that. That's awesome. Well, thank you. But I have a question for you because you're the mindset coach here. <laughs> what do you, or, and I'm sure you experience these days, like when you were working your corporate job and then you're also do, taking on clients on your own time, like were there days where you were just like, I don't know if I can keep burning the candle at both ends and that you wanted to give up? And how did you overcome like those days? Yeah, I love that question. By the way, I felt like that in corporate while running my side coaching business. And there are days that I feel like that being a full-time entrepreneur because it's so different. You are like embracing a new identity. You're showing mm-hmm. up in ways you have you have done things you have never done before. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, let me tell you, like every time I'm going to do something new, like I launched my digital course earlier on the year, mm-hmm. Discover Your Purpose program. And even before I pre-sold that course, I was 
freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, the fear is coming up. Can I do this? I mean, can, can I even do, I mean, there were, there have been moments, Daisy, and I think that's super normal for everyone to know, mm-hmm. right? And I'm being vulnerable here. Something that I do, again, meditating, tuning into your input, connecting to that compelling future. Why am I here in the first place? Why did I decide to take the hard route when I had it easier? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just connecting to that why it's so important. And also at times when you are like, man, this is getting really hard. Just saying to yourself one more day, one more day, I'm going to show up and give my best. Sometimes it can be really overwhelming to think about five years of doing this or feeling this way or 10 years, sometimes it's really overwhelming. So Mm -hmm. something that I've started to practice like in the last few months is just saying one more day, I'm going to show one more day. I'm going to give my best. I'm going to follow through and push through this. And I promise Daisy, when I say one more day and I show up one more day, things start getting better like this. And if the next day is the same, hey, one more day and connecting to back, that back to that why one more day. Yeah, yeah, it's simple but highly effective. <laughs> it's true. I need to start telling myself one more day. One I've more learned. Day. I've learned to like take when I'm feeling that exhausted, you know, because working full time, doing this, trying to launch. Yeah, it's it, a lot. It's it's it is. It's overwhelming some days. So what I do is I'm learning to listen to my body and rest, whether it's watching, you know, but like truly rest. Cause again, that, that guilt of, you know, if, even if I'm sitting down, I still feel guilty that I could be doing more and it's learning how to rewire that to where it's like, no, it's okay. Like to watch a movie or a show because I'm allowing my body and my mind to just rest and not have to think. I love that. And you know what, Daisy, in those moments that I'm resting, because I love resting too, uh, I'm watching a show or something, a pattern that I started to recognize on myself, and life is full of patterns. So whenever you recognize those patterns, if they're not helping you, you got to find a way to break the pattern and create a new one, right? Mm -hmm. So I recognize this pattern on myself that whenever I was resting, I was checking social media like a lot and comparing myself and being like, oh my God, I'm resting and this person just achieved this? Like, what am I doing? This is not okay. So I think letting go of that distraction of social media and fully dedicating to Daisy's rest, that's it. That's the priority at the moment. It has helped me tremendously to own that moment and just be with myself. I don't know if you feel the same way. I do. Like I sometimes, you know, I try to shut, sometimes I'll have my social media breaks where I'm like just researching to see like content and all that stuff. But then other days you're right. It's like you have to turn it off because I want people to know that just because you see something on Instagram, that's what anybody wants you to see of their life. You don't exactly. see the backstory. You don't see all your hard work of like all the years <laughs> that you put in, all the you know vacation time that you went and got certified in trainings. Like nobody sees all of that behind the scenes. They only see the end product. And there's yeah, always exactly. a story. So, you know, be easy on yourself. It's it, it's easy. I mean, it's easier said than done, but I think when you are living your purpose and that little voice keeps like, you know, aching at you and telling you that's, that that's a sign that you're meant for more. Yes, you are. And I actually wanted to mention, I have a podcast episode on resting without guilt because 
I was struggling with that. And you know that podcast episodes often are things that you need for yourself <laughs> that yeah. you're talking to yourself about. So I'm like, I need to create a podcast episode or resting without guilt. So I would, I mean, I talk at a deeper level about that. Mm-hmm. So I would truly recommend it. I'm yeah. definitely going to listen to that one. Cause like I said, that's been a struggle for me and I know where it comes from. It's from my upbringing of you always have to be doing something and I don't know how to rest. I'm learning, getting better, but I probably need to listen to that one to really get into a deeper level about that. Yeah. And I think when you stop doing, because at the end of the day, we are human beings, no human mm-hmm. doings. I think when you stop doing and step back and look at your life from a more strategic lens, even Mm -hmm. when you're not resting, even in the business, it's important just to stop doing and get back and see, okay, is this making sense at a wider level? Yeah. I I think a balance between being and doing is just so important to have. And that depends on person from person. But there is a time that is not doing what we need. What we need is just to be more, be more present, be more aware, be more. That is true. And that's why I always take a month off in between each season of the podcast. Yeah, you have mentioned that. Yeah, I, I like to reset and then it also helps me work on other projects that I'm trying to launch and I truly find that it helps me also get that new inspiration of like what direction do I want the new season to go to what guests do I want to bring on like it's that resting that we need to re yes. you know, inspire you oh my god to do whatever so needed I actually did a time management workshop like two days ago and part of the time management strategies that I was sharing was like you got to rest. And there are studies, there are research that when you rest, your productivity can increase even by 80% in some cases, which Mm -hmm. is counterintuitive because we are in this culture of like hustle, 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 do, do more, more is better. And you got to step back and check with yourself, check with that input. How are you feeling? You know, like, how are you really? <laughs> how are you right. really? Not at the surface level. How are you really, Daisy? <laughs> you, know? you know, and that's a good that's a good point because a lot of times we forget about ourselves. And this is why I've said this in my podcast before. Journaling is so important because it's your time to really ask yourself and really reflect on, like, what is going on inside of, you know, Daisy's head or Yannette's head? What What's really going on because a lot of times you know people you ask that question but everyone's always like i'm fine like that's just Mm -hmm. a general response i'm great or i'm doing well and it's just like oh well wait am i really fine or i'm just playing a role that i need to play exactly and sometimes we are asking that question without intention to right like hey how are you not because we want to listen at the person telling us really how she is right so i think it goes both sides that maybe we need to also be more present and be like hey how are you really like how is everything going (laughs) i love it i know like i have that's the question i ask my patients every day like how are you today everything going and i do try to like get to know but sometimes it's like you got to get all these things done in one appointment i know i know sometimes tricky but yeah And the thing with being and doing, Daisy, is that we are doing all these things at the end of the day to feel a certain way, Mm -hmm. to be happy, to be fulfilled. So after all of these that we are, all of our goals, all of these that we are doing, we are pursuing an emotion at the end of the day. We are pursuing a way of being. It's not about the money. It's not about the achievements. 
is we want to be impactful. We want to be fulfilled. It's all about that being energy at the end of the day. Um, And sometimes that I practice is just being that way even before achieving the outcome. I want to be fulfilled, happy, energized, abundant. Well, let me connect with those emotions every morning because I want to be that even before achieving that because whenever you show up that way, everything else will follow because you'll show up doing it with that energy, doing it like you're at that level already, my friend. Mm-hmm. That is true. And sometimes I forget that or we all forget that. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm like, I'm going to show up like a millionaire today. What do I want to do today? Have breakfast, chill in the morning. <laughs> right. Where, where's where's somebody to serve me breakfast? <laughs> exactly. I'm going to, you know, Daisy, for the first time in my life, like, a month ago, I hired my first virtual assistant mm-hmm. and I was resisting it so much. I'm like, no, I can't do this. I can't do everything. And I'm like, no, I don't. I mean, I need help. And I just hired him for 10 hours. But just doing that was a huge break of the pattern I've been running. Yeah. If you want different results, you got to start choosing differently. You got to break true. the pattern Yeah, of what you're used to doing. You got to see... What would normal Daisy do? How can I do this differently? What is the new Daisy want to do? So just recognizing that there yeah. are always crossroads. Yeah, no, that's, that's it's all well said. And I mean, we can continue talking about all of this. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. This will turn sure. into like days of content. But what with your business, like, can you tell our listeners, like, what exactly do you offer? Like, how do you help your clients? Yeah, I love it. So I'm obsessed with mastering the subconscious mind because the subconscious mind, it's a lot of times what's preventing us from moving forward into the right direction. Mm-hmm. That's why I've been certified in neurolinguistic programming in different levels. And I offer one-on-one coaching services to my clients. And what we worked on, even before the coaching, I do a breakthrough session, which is a massive reset of the subconscious mind. And we focus in one area. Mm-hmm. The areas that I focus on the most are career and romantic relationships. Career, honestly, is one of my passions because that's what I've done with my life. I've found my purpose and I've aligned my career and my business to it. So I want others to know that it's possible. So through my one-on-one coaching, we worked on the mindset and we defined specific goals, action plans. We worked on behaviors, on changes. I have even techniques to overcome procrastination. There are techniques for everything, simple thing that you struggle with at the mindset level. And that's why I love NLP because it provides you with granular things that you can test and you can improve your behavior or mindset. I also love doing hypnosis. <laughs> so all subconscious, like hypnosis, NLP, and of course, coaching is a lot of asking the right questions. Mm-hmm. And at the end, coaching is helping you meet where you want to be and where you are. So just bridging that gap. So I offer one-on-one coaching services. I also have my digital course that I created to help others discover their purpose. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be relaunching it again on August. It will be like a live launch. So please stay in the loop. Uh, so digital courses, one-on-one. I'm also a speaker. So I like to speak on these topics, mindset, purpose. I actually will be speaking at Loveline Yoga on August 6th on the four mm-hmm. keys of self-mastery. So 
So if anyone is interested of you, Daisy, I'm inviting you. <laughs> I'll be you sharing it with everyone. Uh, you're so sweet. You can find me there. But overall, you can find me in social media at Janet, Y-A-N-E-T, so with Y, B Coaching, Janet B Coaching. And I also have a podcast like Daisy yeah. uh, that is called With Clarity and Purpose. Yeah. And then I'll be posting, I'll be tagging her obviously on her socials. And then I'll also be posting her website as well on the episode information for anybody that doesn't have Instagram. So you can go check her out. Um, but Janet, before we end our conversation, what is your like one tip or words of wisdom that you would like to give to our listeners? Oh my God. The first thing that came to mind, and I believe in trusting my intuition your past doesn't define your present or your future. Mm -hmm. Your future you can create right now in your present, and it can be totally different than your past. Look at Daisy and I. We were born in a country where we were limited, and look where we are now, right? Like, enjoying the freedom. Look at what I'm doing. Like, I studied chemical engineering, and at a point I decided that was not it for me. Maybe supply chain. I did supply chain, maybe consulting. But in the background, I was always working towards that compelling future of coaching, which is really my passion. My friend, your past doesn't define your present or future. And it's, not, it's never too late to rewrite your story. I think you can rewrite it right now. And you know what? You have all the resources needed to succeed inside of you already. It's all within. <laughs> No, it's beautifully said, y'all. Beautifully said. But Yannette, thank you so much for coming on, sharing your story, and just like give, empowering our listeners with just all this amazing information to be able to just rewrite their story and live the life that they truly, you know, purposefully should be living. I love that, Daisy. Thank you so much again. I admire you a lot. Everything you're doing with the podcast, rewriting your stories, like continuing your entrepreneurship journey. I thank your listeners, and I'm so grateful I got to be here today sharing oh, this with all of you. Well, thank you for coming on, and I'm so glad we got to connect and got to, like, meet each other <laughs> and really just, like, see that we're, we're one of the same, essentially. Like, we That's have a right. lot of we are a community. Hey, energy meets the same energy. That's right. And what I love <laughs> about this is that, I mean, we uplift each other, right? Like, I, I think that is so important because – we are not meant to this. Uh, we are not meant to do this alone. You know, mm -hmm. like we gotta help each other out, rely on each other, and uplift each person in this beautiful community. Right, and I always say there's plenty of room for everyone to succeed. Yes, there's no <laughs> there is. There's no need to have little crabs pulling you down. That's right, my friend. I love <laughs> it. Thank you so much, Daisy. No problem. Thank you. Wow, y'all, that was such an amazing ending and this is just a true testament as the whole episode is called that it's never too late to rewrite your story i think it doesn't matter what part of life you are the younger you are the better that it is because you have more time but time is so precious uh and you just don't know when or what or how uh, things are going to turn out but ultimately we all have you know, 24 hours in a day. It's just a matter of how we decide to spend those 24 hours and what we decide to do with those hours that we will start to really feel fulfilled. Um, I know there's a lot of expectation. There's a lot of, uh, especially as immigrants and, uh, you know, as 
Latinos, we tend to take on that toll as doing what is expected of us. But a lot of times we were never taught to follow our dreams, to really pursue it. And you can do both at the same time. And let me just also preface it. Like if you are happy and content in a nine to five, you're in a corporate position and you actually enjoy it. And that is your dream. By all means, keep doing that. Or the whole purpose of these episodes are really just to encourage anyone that's kind of wavering or tinkering with the idea because a lot of times if something is persistent in our heart in that gut intuition and it keeps coming back and we're constantly being reminded of it usually that's your indicator of okay there's obviously something else you want to follow and pursue and a lot of times we're discouraged to do so because either there's no money in that or there's just not enough time or we just don't even know how to get started but ultimately this is to encourage you to continue to follow your dreams whatever that is however that is and um, even if it's just being a mom and and you know raising amazing kids like that is still a purpose and a dream like and if that is yours claim it own it and make it the best so that your kids are living their best life and they're allowed to be free and explore life and all the options that there are instead of being confined in a box of what is expected of them. Y'all, again, it's been another amazing episode. I truly enjoy being able to come to you and bring you amazing guests. This season is just going to keep going with that. Um, I want to bring a lot of inspiring individuals and again, talk about things that typically we have a harder time talking about. And I like to just open up these conversations because knowledge is power and you don't have to do this alone. You don't have to try to figure it all out. That's why these podcasts are so amazing because we're able to listen to them on our own and we're able to get educated or informed in being able to make those decisions or give us the courage to live our truest self. So y'all, that is it for today. Y'all, as always, you know, continue to follow us and um, y'all have an amazing week. But if no one has told you lately, I want to remind you, you are loved, you are worthy, and you matter. So go out there and do something amazing. As always, don't forget to be kind along the way, especially to yourself, and do an act of kindness. Bye!